From 8th Street to 8 Mile Road, from I-5 to Highway 99, Podcast Stockton. Stockton. I love this town. Most miserable city? I don't think so. The show all about the great life in Stockton, California. This is Podcast Stockton. Welcome to Podcast Stockton for Thursday, June the 24th, 2010. I'm Rod Villagomez. And I'm Matt Beckwith. Welcome back to all of our returning listeners. If this is your first time listening to Podcast Stockton, thanks for checking us out. We'd love to hear your feedback. Uh, Leave us a message at 209-565-3229 or send your comments to mail at podcaststockton.com. Coming up on today's show, my triumphant return, we take a look at Foursquare Fireworks are coming back to Stockton in Matt's interview with Dr. Darren Lee from Midtown Optometry. Cinema series at the Bob Hope Theater. Go see Yankee Doodle Dandy. Uh, the organ concert starts at 6:30 p.m. and the movie time is at 7. That's Friday night. And if you want to see a regular movie outdoors, go check out Lincoln Center Movie Night. They're showing over the heads. The first time that they've done movies outdoors at Lincoln Center. This is on Saturday, June 26th, and it uh, starts at 6:30, goes all the way to 10:30. But the show. The movie itself actually starts at 8.30, so check that out. And Michael Jackson tribute this Sunday at the Bob Hope Theater. That should be cool. It's like a mix of uh, laser and video, so it's a great tribute to Michael Jackson. And Stockton Civic Theater has just kicked off a three-week run of I Remember Mama at the Stockton Civic Theater, and that runs through Sunday, July 18th. Remember, for more info and local events, check out visitstockton.org. Until next time, be sure to go out there and celebrate Stockton. All right, so before we get into the meat, Rod, welcome back to the Outback Studios. Thank you very much. I can't wait to get my knife out and to have meat here. So let's do it. I've, I've been hungry too long. <laughs> um, so, uh, boy, you've been, you've been gone a month. A month. A month. Wow. I'm sure no one else has noticed out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, and nobody noticed except for um, uh, Manny, my wife Dawn, and Gabe. Hey, and by the way, guys, awesome, awesome job. Um, I almost felt like I didn't need to come back. I was like, Hey, you know, these guys are holding it down pretty good without me. So, uh, yeah, no, great job, Gabe and Manny and Don. Uh, I loved listening to the episodes that I was not there. Yeah. It must've been weird for you, uh, being removed and listening to it, having no idea. Cause I actually didn't even include you like I normally would in the, um, where, where we, um, keep the show notes on Google wave. I didn't even include you. So you didn't even know what we were talking about. No, it was, it was completely secrecy, but nice. no, it, it was all right. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be back and, uh, contributing once more. Yeah. Manny, Don and Gabe did a, a great job, all three of them. And interestingly, Rod, I now have uh, multiple people that are ready at a moment's notice, they say, to uh, to step into the Outback Studios um, should your schedule ever not allow for future recording, which, you know, it, it's it's 
I'm not going to say it might happen, Rod. It's going to happen because, of course, you're going to become a dad again mm-hmm. soon. And, of course, the baby is not going to be on uh, our calendar waiting. You know, it's not going to work around podcast recording. So it may just happen that baby comes and I need to fill in, a, uh, have another fill-in co-host. Um, and uh, there's already people that have expressed an interest now that we've opened that up. So The line is forming. Yeah, and if ever... Take a number. If, if ever I can't make it, Rod, I mean, you're going to have to find... A co-host. Has anybody come to mind of who you would want to? to oh, fill I've already in for got. Me? Again, remember we? Uh, I think we've answered this on Formspring once or twice. Well, and yeah, we actually taught when we first got together. We still you know, let's just lay this out. And if one of us aren't able to do it, you know, we're gonna we're gonna have a temporary fill-in substitute. Um, so we already talked that out in the beginning, so that that worked out good. But uh, while you were away, there uh, the ports played some games, right? Uh, um, kind of in, in aggregate while you were gone. I mean, you know, Lowell, Lowell keeps us up to date on the week by week, but how did, how did the ports do? Uh, so far, they their season has, has been one they probably want to forget. They've uh, they've done good uh, on the road, and they've done, they've done all right at home, but uh, there's a team called Visalia, and I'm sure everybody out there who knows who they are, those guys have just absolutely demolished uh, the ports, and it's, it's not even... I don't know what it is about that team, but they they came to town, uh, they swept us, they we went over there, uh, they they beat us down some more. So that team, if you take them out of mix, the the Ports might be looking at some playoffs. But uh, again, you know, it's for, for Visalia. Uh, yeah, it it was a tough one, but they they finished off the the first half of the season on a on a down note. But again, you know, they'll come back. They start tomorrow. They start tomorrow in the second half on the road um, against the against Bakersfield, I believe. So. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, and then uh, of course the All Star break, and uh, Port's lucky enough to get a player in the uh, in the All Stars. Uh, yes, they did actually. Stephen Parker. Stephen Parker is representing, and I'm sure Grant Green would have gone. Uh, the A's high draft pick, the the big money man. I'm sure Grant would have gone, um, were it not for the fact that he hasn't been feeling completely on. Uh, but he is going to be in the Futures game, so uh, Grant Green will be representing the A's in the Futures game. So big things happening in the in the Ports, despite uh, a losing record. Great. So, and then in addition to uh, baseball, because I understand baseball is actually played at Banner Island Park, there's also great entertainment and stuff going on. So, I mean, you've had, you had Vita Blue there recently, right? We had Vita Blue the other week. We did had, you, did uh, you get to meet Vita Blue? I did get to meet Vita Blue. Actually, a uh, great, great story came out of that. My dad, uh, every time he talks about the Giants and every time he talks about watching the Giants pitch, um, he always talks, I know that Vita is, you know, really associated with the A's more than he is the Giants, but he did spend a few years with the Giants. So uh, my dad always talks about watching Vita Blue Pitch. Always, 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 always. So uh, I managed to get a ball and a, a baseball card, both signed by Vita. Uh, the ball actually says, To Joe, Happy Father's Day, uh, Vita Blue. And uh, so, yeah, that was that was exciting. I got to give that to my dad um, on on the uh, on Father's Day, and he oh. really appreciated it. So, but we had Christopher Knight as well. Uh, which which may, Brady was he? He was Peter Brady. Oh, Peter Brady, the yeah, young Peter, one. The... Uh, was yeah. Peter no, Peter? no. Peter was the middle. Oh, Bobby was. The Bobby one. was the young one. Okay. Um, he's the guy that actually married Adrian Curry from America's Next Top Model. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But he didn't bring his wife. So she was been, home playing World of Warcraft. You've been uh, hobnobbing with some celebrities there. I in, have. In addition to ports players. Yeah. In addition to ports players, which uh, there are a few a few good ones in there that uh, I do talk to on a regular basis. Well, cool. So uh, uh, that's the, uh, the look back. Any interesting promotions coming up? Um, I know you just had root beer float day. You probably had your fill of root beer floats oh, before the game even started. I, I downed three of them before the game started. That was one of the hottest days of the year. Uh, it was a Sunday 
and uh, I just did not feel right the rest of the day. Yeah. I, I drank too many too fast, uh, trying to be the best salesman of root beer floats that I could be, and I wound up hurting my stomach doing it, but it, it was still worth it. I'd do it again. Wow. Um, coming up, we have a lot of fireworks nights. I mean, that's that's really what uh, what everybody comes out for. So we got a lot of fireworks nights. Obviously, the 4th of July, we have fireworks, and uh, also the 5th of July, uh, we're going to have fireworks too. So if you want to come out and check out some fireworks, definitely come out to the ballpark and uh i'll even uh, i'll even be there too just yeah just, i'm sure you will be yeah so uh you know one thing i've been dying to know and i haven't asked you in a while has anybody won the the one promotion where they have to take a golf club and chip a ball into a bucket has anybody done that yet nobody has won the roger dunn chip in challenge i need to get all. on that but you know the last time last couple of games i was there i got there after the start and you said they Promotions people already picked that player, but one of these times I'm going to get there early enough because I want to chip in a ball. Well, I tell you, and, and the thing of it is, is that we we don't we don't use real golf balls. We use wiffle golf balls. So that's fine. Yeah, and and I there's been one guy it. that came really really close, and uh, he's the guy that actually has come the closest that I've ever seen. But uh, yeah, you have a better chance of winning your uh, your free stay from Handler Union Square Hotel. Oh yeah, if I pick the player that hits an RBI. Yeah, I got to do that the first game, and I, I didn't even know these players, but I picked one. And needless to say, I did not get a uh, free stay, and the section did not get a free room upgrade. No, See, I've been not. to enough games; I already know your spiel. <laughs> cool. Well, welcome back, and uh, of course, uh, podcast talk. And listeners know that uh, you can always catch Rod if you want to know where Rod is. Most nights of the week, just go to StocktonPorts.com, click on schedule, and if they're playing at home. Chances are, well, chances are pretty darn good. You will see Rod out there in action doing the thing that he is most comfortable with, and that is getting people to uh, have a little bit more fun than they might normally be having. So, again, welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be back. Time for a sports update with Lowell Tuckerman. With Lowell Tuckerman. With Lowell Tuckerman. Will Tuckerman here with your podcast, Stockton Sports Update. This week, I am live in the HP Studios on March Lane. Arnott from the point into Forsberg. Back through the middle, and it's wide. Rims around to Arnott. Arnott to the middle, and the ball back with a circus save. It's one of the greatest saves you'll ever see. The next time Evgeny Nabokov makes a save, it will be in a uniform other than a Sharks uniform. Sharks general manager Doug Wilson met with Evgeny Nabokov to tell him that the Sharks will not offer him another contract. Nabokov is the franchise's all-time best goalie and the Sharks will look to replace Nabokov in the offseason. I had a chance to talk with our NHL and hockey expert Chris Ehrman and he gave us his thoughts on Nabokov leaving the Sharks. When it was offense that was their problem, it was always Nabby that was holding them down, or not holding them down, but holding enough to, that they can contend. That's why they went such long series usually, because they're low scoring. But with the offense bringing in Healy and the offense and Marlowe actually showing up in the playoffs, it became Nabby that needed to perform, and he didn't. So it's, it's inevitable. It's, it's, I, I don't know if I can see him in another uniform especially back in that building don't know what reception he's going to get when he comes back with whoever that happens to be but it's something that needed to happen because their offense is still really good they're still a relatively young team now that Blake is retired and so, and so they're still they need to bring back the they need a little bit of help on defense 
And I don't know where they're going to get another goaltender of that quality, though. In stoppage time against Algeria with a score tied at zero, the United States badly needed to get a goal to advance to the second round of the FIFA World Cup. Landon Donovan marched down the field with the rest of his U.S. teammates trying to get that goal. Straight to Tim Howard. Now the USA break is on. Landon Donovan. Altidore trying to stay outside. Altidore into Dempsey. And then Donovan! Congratulations to the United States for advancing. They will play Ghana next on Saturday, June 26th at 11.30 a.m. West Coast time. For all of your World Cup information, you can go to FIFA.com and check it all out. He did it! He did it! Dallas Braden has thrown a perfect game! Maybe I can give Kate Hudson a call. Dallas Braden update! In his last start on June 22nd against the Cincinnati Reds, Dallas Braden pitched six innings, allowed ten hits, three earned runs, one walk, and four strikeouts. He got the loss, unfortunately, and Dallas Braden has not won a game since throwing the perfect game against the Tampa Bay Rays on Mother's Day on May 9th. Dallas will look to rebound in his next start on Sunday against the Pittsburgh Pirates at McAfee Coliseum in Oakland. In the NBA draft on Thursday, the Sacramento Kings selected DeMarcus Cousins, a forward out of the University of Kentucky with the fifth overall pick, and the Golden State Warriors followed them with the sixth overall pick. They took a forward out of the University of Baylor, Epi Udo. So congratulations to Epi Udo and DeMarcus Cousins. Welcome to Northern California, gentlemen, and good luck in your quest to help the Northern California basketball teams become winners again. That is your podcast, Stockton Sports Update. I'm Lil Tuckerman, live from the HP Studios on March Lane. Now let's send it back to the Outback Studio. It is one of many social media sites that I'm signed up as. You can find me under RJ Gomez, but you'll notice. I haven't checked in from anywhere. And if you're wondering, I don't have a cell phone to check in. It's Foursquare. It's the app that has swept the nation over the last, I don't know, several months. And uh, Matt, you have just barely decided that it was worth uh, more of your time, right? Yeah. And wasn't Foursquare the one they were talking about when they were talking about the please rob me? Yes. Like it would, uh, they were saying, the, the, the critics were saying, well, you're telling people where you are. You're checking into this place and this place, which means you're not at home. Um, so I heard about it a little bit before then and just recently decided to, um, to give it a whirl. And, um, yeah, every time I say something about Foursquare in front of my, in front of my kids, they're like, is that that game you play? You bounce the ball kind of thing. That's what I remember it as. I loved that game. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure I catch the analogy using the name Foursquare, but, uh, yeah, I am. I kind of uh, get it. You I do? Yeah. I think it's because, you know. You, uh, you're, you're passing around where you're at to your friends. I mean, it's kind of like a game of, you know, uh, where are you at now? Or, or, you know, you're passing around your location, kind of like, you know, telling your friends. I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, I was stretching, but I kind of got it. I still don't see it. But, yeah. you know, if you see it, all the merrier. <laughs> so I signed up for Foursquare, uh, I don't know, a month ago or so. Um, and, of course, uh, I'm at Foursquare. My username on Foursquare is Podcast Stockton. 
what what else would it be? Um, and you know what? I like it. I like it because it's. And originally, I didn't get the appeal. And when they had the Twitter and Facebook integration, I thought that was kind of a big deal. And that's ultimately what said, "Yeah, I'll do it," because um, I can choose to send things to Facebook. And I don't send everything to Facebook or Twitter. In fact, very rarely do I send something. Uh, I was at Marine World yesterday, or whatever it's called now, Discovery Kingdom, and um, I sent that just to Facebook because uh, I figured. You know, there's people on Facebook that uh, that are at work today, and I thought, well, you know, I'll just tell them that I'm not at work. I'm at, I'm at someplace fun, <laughs> and um, uh, that that that, that was kind of cool. But um, so the, the concept, if you haven't been to Foursquare.com, you sign up, and I'll tell you the other reason I signed up, Rod, was you can download the app to the iPhone and register and sign up and start using it from the phone, you know, right away without having to go on the web or anything. So I like that, and you just go to you know local businesses or businesses wherever you are, you know, restaurants, stores, whatever, and check in. Say, okay, I'm here. And you can add a tip that says, you know, when you're at this restaurant, make sure to order this this um, meal. Or if you're at this bar, you know, whatever you do, don't order this drink or things like that. So then the next time somebody goes there, they can, um, um, they can you know, see what advice you have. And then there's this concept of being a mayor. You know, once you've been to a place more than anybody else, you become the mayor, which sounds kind of cool. Well, yeah, that's uh, why they did it. Yeah, so and, people would be like, "I want to be the mayor." Yeah, and you can also like earn points. And I don't really have the points thing figured out. Like the first time you go to some place, you get five points. And every week I'm on there, you know, every day throughout the week, seeing how many points I have. And there's um, some of the people that I follow on Foursquare. Some of the some of the usual suspects, you know, Wes, Jasmine, uh, Gabe, my brother Mike. And, um, you know, it didn't take me as long to convince Mike to join Foursquare as it did for him to join Twitter. It took him a couple of years to join Twitter. It took him about two days to join Foursquare and he was kicking my butt and, until recently. But, um, uh, but most of the time, uh, him and I are neck and neck, a true competition among twins. But, you know, like <laughs> I, I check in and, and you know, I, here, here's my angle. It, I like the idea of, you know, shop Stockton first. And I see Foursquare as a way of, you know, reaching out to people that are interested in the same medium and telling them, Hey, this is where I was today. This is where I went to get gas, and this is where I went shopping. And interestingly, I became the mayor today of a place that has been coveted. I've coveted this mayorship. It's some place that uh, today I made my 18th visit. <laughs> Any idea where it is? Have I already told you the story? I think you have, but uh, I, there's no way I'd be able to guess it if if I, you didn't tell me. And which place is it? You want you want me to tell everybody? Sure. It is the bump on Eight Mile Road. <laughs> I became the bump on the mayor of the bump on Eight Mile. Now, I didn't create the bump on Foursquare. Um, I think um, Lawrence L. Borgens on Twitter created the bump. But if you drive on Eight Mile, it doesn't matter if you're going east or west, and you cross um, Thornton, there's a big bump. And if you go too fast, you will get air. I promise you. But I saw that he put on there that he was the mayor. He'd been there a few times. And I thought, you know what? I pass by that every day on my way to work and every day on my way home. Of course, my brother Mike does too because he lives nearby. So he was the mayor until his uh, out-of-country trip recently. And I became the mayor of the bump today. I am also the mayor of, um, let's see, I'm the mayor of my local dry cleaner, Paul's Dry Cleaners on uh, West Hammer Lane. Well, that's no fair because, you know, I'm sure a lot of the people that visit your dry cleaning aren't as tech savvy as you are. So no, I had I'm going to gonna add, take that away from you. I had to add my cleaners See? to Foursquare. And I was a good Foursquare citizen. I added the phone number, the category, the address, all of that. Because I think they're a great cleaner. Um, I'm also the mayor of the McDonald's in that parking lot. Now, good job. I'm not a big, I don't, 
eat a lot of McDonald's, but they have $1 iced teas. So they have good iced tea, unsweetened, please. And it's a buck. So a couple times a week before I go to work, I'll stop by there, scrounge out the change out of my car, and I'll buy an iced tea. So I'm the mayor of that place as well. Um, and I don't remember where else. Uh, oh, I am, although it's not in Stockton, I am the mayor of A&W in Lodi. On my second visit, I became the mayor Ooh. of A&W. I, you know what? I cannot wait. And I tried. See, this is this is how ignorant of the whole Foursquare thing I was. Because when I first signed up, I signed up for this a long time ago. So, um, I mean, it, I don't know how long I've actually been on. I'm, I'm looking uh, at, at kind of I'm looking at my screen right now, trying to figure out how long I've actually been on. But um, when I first got on, I was like, I didn't get it. I, I logged on to the website and I said, um, why can't I do anything with it? I was like looking at venues and looking at all this stuff. And then when it really hit home, um, I was in San Jose doing, um, doing my, uh, little thing with, um, uh, the, the hockey thing, the hockey thing. Exactly. I was in San Jose doing the hockey thing and I wanted to check in cause I thought, Oh, this is a cool place to check in. Um, so I looked at the venue and I, I wanted to check in and next thing you know, it just wouldn't let me check in. There was no option, no anything on the web. And I said, now that's kind of stupid. I'm like, why can't I check in? This is Foursquare, right? And they were like, no, you have to have a cell phone to check in. And I was like, well, this is going to kill me because at the time I didn't even have a cell phone. And, uh, you know, right now it's still no better. There's no app for Metro, right? So <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, and I can't log in. The The Metro web won't let me log into to Foursquare and, and check in. So, yeah, you know, I don't know. It, I, I would love to get my hands on this because it seems like it'd be a lot of fun. And uh, I could be the mayor of Banner Island Ballpark. Yeah, but you... You work there, so that's not fair, right? As long as another thing is, I have given people that have been here uh, explicit um, directions not to add the Outback Studios on Foursquare because I don't want my address blasted out on the grid. You don't want it there. So, um, yeah. So the thing I like that it's cell phone controlled and location based because it keeps you honest. Like I, all right, the other day I was driving down Eight Mile and I was like two blocks before. Uh, the bump and I checked in and it let me check in, but it says we're not giving you any points and we're not awarding you anything for being there because we think your distance is too far. I'm like, Oh man. So now I do it when I'm literally on the bump. See, but see, see, I I like, I like this concept because for one, it's something new. It's something a little different and I'll, I'll, I'll be, it's not that new, but it's newer than Twitter and Facebook. Yes. And I like it that there are, there seem to be people on it that I didn't even know about in Stockton. So they're off my Twitter radar. They're off my stock um, Facebook radar. But the other reason I like it, Rod, is for the local business appeal. Now, I, I haven't found any local Stockton businesses that are using it to promote their business, but it's got to start coming at some point. I know Starbucks, you know, has a test market somewhere in the U.S. where if you're the mayor, they'll give you a, um, a special. Like you come and go in and I don't know how it works. Show them you're the mayor of that particular Starbucks and they'll give you a free coffee. Is it free or is it discount? I think it's free. But uh, I know when I checked into Starbucks the other day, not for me, I was actually picking up Starbucks for folks at work, but uh, it it said special next to it. I didn't, I wasn't the mayor and you know, I guess I should have clicked to see if I got a discount on the <laughs> six coffees I bought. But um, it, uh, it, it has appeal for me from a local business perspective and it's got me thinking, all right, so if I'm going to, you know, if I'm on this side of town, I may look on Foursquare to find a particular restaurant or a particular business rather than Google. So I think for that, it's got appeal. 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you're telling me that uh, you've checked in 15 times to the Korean joint that we went to that one time, um, obviously I'm going to think you really like that Korean joint. Maybe that's something I should check out if I'm on that side of town. Yeah. And and, and where it's a little bit different than like Twitter or Facebook, because I think I'm, I don't know if I'm normal in this regard, but I I know I'm a geek because like if I have a choice to go to between two equals, um, you know, restaurant A or restaurant B, and I like them both the same, but one of them has a Twitter or a Facebook, I'll go to that one. Oh yeah, we've already Be- we've already yeah. Because I'll comment and I'll and I'll you know I'll, I'll further the conversation about it. But the thing about Foursquare is it's kind of cool to go someplace and add it, so you can add it your you know you can add a new place. Um, so that I kind of like. So maybe if there was a way to do it without putting the address so that people wouldn't know, you know, the whole world on the internet wouldn't know where I live. Um, I would like to put the Outback Studios on the, on Foursquare. We'll you see. could, uh, could you add the, the PO box? Well, that's no fun. Oh well, yeah, that's true. Because they'd have to go to all the way to Pacific Avenue for, uh, to check in. And that's not really the Outback Studios. <laughs> no, no. The Outback Studios are actually located at Nah. <laughs> I was like, you're not going to blast it, but you're going to tell our audience. That's awesome. That's like that Geico commercial where the little gecko says, actually, I'm from. And, and it then cuts, it stops. Cuts away to yeah, black. I love that. Um, so, uh, so, yeah. So we're curious who else is on Foursquare. And the other thing, you know, Rod, I like about Foursquare is from Foursquare, you can click a button and say, scan through my Twitter friends, scan through my Facebook friends, see see who uh, who's on there, who's on Facebook. And I've found quite a few people. And a few people have found me that they did that um, presumably as well. But we want to know if you are on Foursquare, if you're um, out there, if you've tried it, if, if you think it's stupid. We'd love to hear your opinion. Please. Um, of course, if, you, if you're if you on there, um, find us. We uh, You can find me. Just search for the username Podcast Stockton um, or foursquare.com slash user slash Podcast Stockton. I don't know if the user is necessary. But um, Rod, for some reason, I couldn't find you under your name, but I just took a peek and you're at something. Your user is dash one one four seven eight five. Oh yeah, I'm I'm high secret top clearance type thing where you gotta you know gotta use my number. Yeah, not so my name. We'll put links in the show notes, and uh, if you're on Foursquare, you can even uh, add Rod as a friend, and then the moment he becomes uh, cell phone cell phone friendly with again an, with an app with a phone that has apps, yeah, then uh, he'll be on there. And another thing, Rod, you can select to have an email sent to you every time one of your friends checks in somewhere because there are times like I don't usually, I don't publicize everywhere I go, but I still check in. Then I check in somewhere and I'd get a text message from my brother that said, Oh, I see you're at uh, this place or this place. And I said, how'd you know? I didn't, I didn't even share that. There's an option to not share. He says, Oh, I still got an email. So nice. Um, so pretty, I think you have to click share, but just don't even have Facebook or Twitter or something like that. But in anyway, check out foursquare.com and uh, links in the show notes to where you can find me and Rod. And if you're finding other uses for it, or if you're a business owner and you're uh, contemplating using it for your business, um, to help promote yourself. So we'd love to hear that as well. Yep. Give me a discount and I'll buy a phone. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Rod has just checked into the, any place that'll give him a discount on a phone where he can buy an app. <laughs> Absolutely. This is David McKeever with McKeeverRealEstate.com and 365 Things to Do in Stockton, and you're listening to Podcast Stockton. So with the uh, 4th of July coming, um, I'm pretty excited about this, Rod. You're pretty excited about the 4th of July or what's going to happen on the 4th of well, July? Well, I'm pretty excited that now you can buy 
legally buy safe and sane fireworks within the city of Stockton. Rod, do you know how long it's been since you've been able to do that? I'm going to have to go out on a limb and say never. Yeah, never. You've never been able to buy um, Stockton or uh, safe and sane fireworks legally in Stockton. Well, we... Um, which I didn't actually know the, I didn't know it's been that long. We had been debating on how long it's been. You thought it had been a while. I didn't think it had been that long. Yeah, I knew it cause I don't remember ever being able to buy them, uh, as a kid. So, um, and that was, you know, 30 something years ago. So yeah. <laughs> so, uh, um, the Stockton conference and visitors bureau on their blog had mentioned uh, that it's, it's, this is the first time. Um, so, uh, I stumbled across a great website the other day and, um, gotten several people have sent me links to this, uh, StocktonFireworks.com. A uh, great idea for all things fireworks in Stockton. And, uh, no surprise, it's another fine web property from Mayaco Internet. Uh, mm. those guys are everywhere in Stockton and, um, StocktonFireworks.com is no exception, um, to the long list of great websites um, provided by those guys. And um, I just wanted to highlight some of these things. Uh, first, Rod, do you, uh, you know, if you haven't been able to buy them in Stockton, do you, you, do you normally go buy fireworks at fireworks stands? And if so, what do, you, what do you buy? You know, I never have, and I never, I never really did. Again, you know, it's been a while since I'd, you know, had fireworks in Stockton. I just remember uh, as a kid, my friend used to, to, to buy them, or a family friend used to buy them, and we'd, we'd shoot them off. In Sacramento, because I think in Sacramento it was legal, right? So that's how that's how we got around it. But I don't, I don't remember. We used to have just like silly uh, sparklers and and uh, black cats and all of the stuff that's not, you know, fireworks. All the stuff that you could buy at the stands and just you know cheap little little Twizzler things that go off. And <laughs> I mean that's that's all we ever had, and that was the extent of our of our fireworks uh, extravaganza as it Yeah, were. and you know, th- those sparklers, man, those things are, th- those things are, to me, more dangerous. They seem more dangerous than just regular, you know, fireworks that, you know, shoot up in the sky. Yeah, but, you'd think, right? I mean, I love bottle rockets. Those are always a blast. We usually go to, you know, sometimes we go to Manteca and, because uh, you can buy them in Manteca for years. Um, or we, I don't know what the names of some of these are, but the ones that, you know, spin and then shoot up into multiple colors. Are those ones that were illegal? Um, well, I mean, all the ones that you, we couldn't buy I don't think you can buy those in Stockton. I never remember buying them, but we'd get the, usually get the, there's a place in Manteca we go and get the, there's like a big pack for like 49 bucks and we'd all pitch in and, you know, blow them all up. But I remember the good old days being a kid, just getting a huge brick of just plain old firecrackers and just lighting them off. Just one, you know, lighting one of the fuses, and letting them all blow. Like a big stick of TNT. Yeah. Yeah. Like a couple of M80s. And then, um, you know, as a kid, I remember putting, trying to, you know, get, Soda bottles, you know, back when they were glass, and um, putting and you know, trying to, you know, shove an M80 in them. So that that was always fun. But th- I mean, this year it is pretty cool because, of course, you, know, you can buy fireworks, um, and there's lots of places selling them. But you know, you can you can also support local charities because you know, uh, nearly all of these ones are local charities that are setting up um, firework booths all over the city of Stockton, and what there's a, a ton of them. Great idea, right? I mean, if you think about it. You know, if you're going to make these legal, then why not make it uh, helpful to some of the area's uh, nonprofits that need the help in selling this stuff? It's it's almost like a win-win for everybody. Stockton gets fireworks back, and these nonprofits get to sell them and uh, and make a little money for their for their you know organizations, yeah. which yeah. they desperately need. Yeah, and please, you know, at the onset, if you if you buy these, just you know, be safe. Don't 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 point them at people. And please, don't do what somebody did to me years ago and stick a brick of them in the. Um, uh, in my hood of my hoodie or, uh, one year somebody put a, actually it was New Year's, 
put a bottle rocket in my hoodie and uh, burn my hair and burn my shirt a little bit. Yeah, so we don't, don't do we that. don't need this to be the last year that they have fireworks yeah. legal in Stockton. So we don't condone any of those dangerous things. If you're going to go out and buy legal fireworks in Stockton, support local charities, like I said, go to StocktonFireworks.com, click on the Find Stockton Fireworks, and there's they got a great map there, and you can find out the, the organization. Just a few highlights. You can go, and again, these go on sale starting Monday, June 28th. Um, you can start getting these. Um, so one of them, Northern Little, Little League, setting up a stand at 3900 West Lane. That's the parking lot in front of West Lane Bowl. And um, this is, uh, you know, a Little League opportunity for, you know, up to 250 kids in Stockton. And they're going to, they use the proceeds to help buy equipment and uniforms, as well as, um, you know, maintenance and building of the baseball diamonds. Of course, Lions are, are represented and South Stockton Lions is another one of them that you can find it. 14140 uh, West Harding Way. And of course, they provide funds for scholarships, the Hospice of San Joaquin, uh, statewide student speaker contest, families, uh, you know, in need of glasses, just a, a bunch of great stuff that they do. Uh, they sponsor the North South All Star football game and uh, children at Silver Lake, Silver Lake Camp. Easy for me to say. Um, but again, that's definitely always, you know, the Lions are a great, great organization to support. And of course, you can check them out as well. Um, out on the south side, the South Stockton Vikings football and cheerleading are setting up a booth at 310 West Charter Way, and that's at, uh, between Lincoln and Turnpike at uh, Central Mart parking lot. And if I remember right, that is right next to um, Edison High because um, I think I've gone, uh, when I ride my bike through that side of town, I go right by that Central Mart. So I'm um, pretty sure it's right there, very near 5, just a block or so away from Denny's. Of course, if you check out uh, also the one Lakeview Assembly, we'll have one at uh, 6025 North El Dorado Street. Uh, that's the corner of El Dorado and Swain, the central. I think it's a central mart. I'm sure. Uh, anyways, but they they operate Lord's Gym to provide activities for at-risk youth, uh, safe after-school environment, and the funds will be used to do, uh, buy equipment and a computer lab. And uh, the last one we want to highlight, and uh, you know, want to really want to send a you know a special. Uh, Special wish out to the Community Center for the Blind and Visually Impaired. These guys have uh, been friends of ours since the, since the beginning of the show. They're big supporters of our show. Um, they they play our show to their um, uh, to their clients there in the Blind Center, um, and we, uh, we we appreciate their support. And they have a booth at uh, sixteen sixteen East Hammer Lane. That's a Hammer and West Lane, and that's uh, over there by the IHOP and Jim Boyce Tacos. And, um, of course, the Community Center for the Blind and Visually Impaired. If you listen to this show for any length of time, you know who these guys are. Um, they do great work um, with the uh, blind and visually impaired community in Stockton. But they provide programs and services for, you know, 300 visually impaired folks in San Joaquin County, not just Stockton, but Tracy, Manteca, Lodi, um, that whole area. They, um, you know, have um, Braille, adaptive computers. They teach... Um, you know, folks how to how to get by with their visual impairedness, and uh, they have social and recreational activities like blind baseball, um, those kinds of things. But uh, certainly go out and uh, you know check out the community center for the blind um, fireworks booth at sixteen sixteen East Hammer Lane. Again, all these are starting on Monday, June the twenty eighth. And um, if you stop by any of these, tell them that you heard about them on Podcast Stockton. And they'll say, Podcast Who? And you'll say, Podcast Stockton. And they'll say, What's that? And you'll say, It's this great website. Go check it out. Anyway, that was probably unnecessary. But Self promotion. Anyway, there you go. Yeah, tell them you heard about it from Podcast Stockton. And um, I will, uh, I think I'm, you know, I'll, I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to buy them from the, from the Blind Center. Um, so obviously we're, we're big fans of theirs. Um, and uh, I'll probably go out there. 
probably not Monday. I'll wait a day or so, but go out there and uh, you're not going to be in that long line waiting for the first one to open up. And so you can buy the first, whatever, I don't know, M80s. Geez, a guy stands in line once to buy an iPhone <laughs> three years ago. <laughs> you get labeled. You do. You do. You're uh, the guy that you're the guy that waits for a Twilight uh, release at yeah. midnight. I'm that guy. Yeah, you I'm are. not going to go see Twilight. Um, but uh, those are all the great places. And of course, there's tons more on StocktonFireworks.com. Um, go check them out and uh, support some of these local nonprofits and charities, and um, get some uh, get some cool fireworks while you're at it. Can you just feel it? Podcast Stockton listeners, it's the time, time you've all been waiting for. Time for me, your friend John Remington, to bring you the ads of the week. This week on ClosetGoodies.com, we have an awesome Raiders backpack, a wonderful car seat, and many wonderful books for sale. Find all these great ads and many more on ClosetGoodies.com, where it never costs you anything to post and search ads. Thank you for using our website, and thank you for listening to Podcast Stockton. I am joined live today in the Outback Studios by Dr. Darren Lee from Midtown Optometry. Uh, Darren, may I call you Darren or do I have to call you Dr. Lee? No, you call me Darren. Sorry. All right, cool. So, uh, Darren, thanks for coming into the uh, Outback Studios live. Thanks. Thanks uh, for having me. I appreciate it. So, um, uh, right from the get-go, why did you become an optometrist? Well, um, well my wife got me involved, actually. Um, on our days at UC Davis, uh, she got an internship in an optometry office out there in Woodland. And I followed her tracks pretty much, and she basically told me, "Hey, I'm going to optometry, so you're coming along too." So, it's it's whatever the wife says, pretty much. That's why I became an eye doc. <laughs> so, so started from an, an early age and an early period in life, you started doing what she told you. Wise man, pretty much. Very you know. wise man. Yes. So, um, uh, we talked a little bit about this um, before we recorded, but had you not made that decision to become an optometrist, what would Darren Lee have been doing? I would have been probably unemployed <laughs> because uh, I was supposed to go the whole uh, .com route with the whole computer science background. And, uh, yeah, I saw my friends get jobs at Yahoo and, you know, and Netscape at the time, too, I believe it was, and all these other .com companies with stock options. But, um, yeah, luckily I listened to uh, my wife, Leanne, and said, hey, go go this route instead. All right. So, um, so your wife helped motivate you, if you will, oh, yeah. to become an optometrist. But yes. they're... But at some point, I have to imagine that you got started and something took over, and it was it wasn't just her motivation. No, no, but she was the main main force. But uh, what really got me going was, uh, you know, in college we had to do all sorts of internships to try to find what we wanted to do for a living, and you know, I did internships at dental offices and um, hospital settings, you know, pharmacy, of course, and optometry really, you know, sparked my interest because not only was I able to help people. In, in a direct way, but also to, um, you know, could be in a medical profession as well. And I really enjoyed doing that. And on top of that, you know, in our profession, we get to play with a lot of uh, gadgets and gizmos and all sorts of uh, technological advanced uh, equipment there that, you know, I really enjoyed, you know, fiddling around with. And so it, it's, re- it's really fun, to tell you the truth. So that, so that satisfies the tech curiosity yes. side of yeah. your brain? Yeah, right? exactly, okay. exactly. Okay, so, you know, I, I must admit, um, before I met you, I had never talked to an optometrist. Uh-huh. I I knew nothing about it. Um, learning a little bit now, just just because of uh, knowing you. Uh-huh. But um, tell me, what does it what does it take to become an optometrist? I, I'm assuming that you have to go 
to you have to go a lot of schooling doctorate right yeah mm -hmm. okay so right. after you got your um, undergrad from uc davis right well yeah from davis and then after that uh we my wife and i went to uh, uh state of new york and um you know went to the optometry school out there and that was a four-year program and um you know, after that, it was a total of, you know, um, four years of undergrad, four years of optometry uh, school, and then come back home, and there you go. Now, now why New York? Why New York? Um, you know, coming and growing up in Stockton and went to Davis, is, we definitely need a change of pace. Oh. You know, the Big Apple. You can't yeah. you can't go wrong with that. And it's too, a lot of fun out there and, you know, so much different uh, things to do and see and different foods to eat, you know. I think New York, New York was a perfect place for us. Yeah. For the four years you were there, yeah, that makes sense. So, so tell me, how long have you been an optometrist? Um, since two thousand and three. So you're looking about seven years now, going on eight. You don't look old enough to be an optometrist for yeah. for that long. Man. Yeah, it's the Asian gene. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know you were Asian. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, so and and you um you own Midtown Optometry, and and how long have you have you Owned that since you became an optometrist and came back to Stockton? No, we, we actually, um, you know, when we first came back and, and worked, we worked at another office in Manteca. And, um, you know, there was an opportunity that popped up with Dr. Uh, Ramsey, who owned, uh, Mid well, it wasn't called Midtown Optometry at the time. It was actually called Glasses to Go. And um, it's on the east side of town off of March and West. But in any case, um, actually, Dr. John Zyder, um, you know, introduced me to Dr. Ramsey and said, hey, Darren, you know what? Dr. Ramsey wants to retire and, you know, put us together. And and there there you go. There you go to uh, have Midtown Optometry come up. So you have a ready-made business. And I think the, um, I would assume the most important thing there is that you have you have a customer base. You have a patient base, right? Yeah, so yeah definitely. So that came, that came with. The, it did with owning yeah. the business, right? It did, and the only thing though is that it was a, uh, um, you know, since Dr. Ramsey was on his way out, you know, he he definitely didn't invest in the office as much as someone like myself could. So we basically oh, right. gutted the whole entire office, and you know, it was a primarily, um, you know, really entry level office space. But now we 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 remodeled it, got all sorts of new awesome equipment in there, new frame lines in there too. It's just it's just phenomenal now. You know, people walk in, they goes, oh. I'm sorry, am I in the wrong office? Or, you know, they said, this is new and improved. This is, uh, uh, you know, glass of the go 2.0, I guess you would say. <laughs> 2.0, there you yeah, go. Yeah, but, uh, but Midtown is, is great, though. I mean, we've been growing every year, and, you know, really excited to see our, our patients, you know, come back to us and refer their friends and family to us, too. So it's uh, that's one of the biggest co uh, compliments that our patients can do for us is, is refer their friends and family to our office. Yeah, because just because you, you bought the business and the customer base, right. they could quickly just go to another optometrist. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. exactly. It's not like having a primary care physician where they're going to be stuck with you for a while. They could just, they're free to just go find another optometrist, right? Yeah, they, they could. They yeah. could, but they, they always come back, <laughs> thankfully. Well, <laughs> well that, that must certainly speak to your level of, um, your, your level of service. But you, you also have, so in addition to um, Midtown Optometry in Stockton at March and West Lane, and that was the uh, that was the site of the original location, the, the previous owner. Right, right, yep. same building. And same I, building. I, I've been in your office. I wasn't there at Glasses to Go, but uh, your office looks um, it looks inviting. It doesn't look like what I thought an optometrist office would look like. So yeah, well, we actually cool. added um, we actually added a fish tank, um, which I'm pretty proud of. I'm a big big uh, uh, um, you know aquarium type of guy, and and thankfully uh, Randy's Fish Palace. Uh, actually moved a couple doors down from us, so I talked to Randy and say, hey, "Randy, I want a fish tank in there because we see a lot of kids, and 
you know, it'd be great to have a couple Nemo's in there too. So there you have it. We got a really nice saltwater tank and looks really nice in there now. It adds adds to the adds to the environment and the the nice warm feeling of the office. Oh yeah, and you're right. Kids kids must love that. Oh yeah, they love Nemo's. I got Marlin in there too, and I got Marlin and Nemo the same day that my son was born. So oh nice. You know, I think it's a little bit symbolic too. So they're they're in there. They're happy. Nice. nice. <laughs> and congratulations, by the way, to both hey, you, thanks. you and your wife. Um, Thank you very much. Uh, brand new parents and right yes. around Father's Day. So this is your first Father's Day. First Father's Day. Yeah, I'm 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 excited. Very cool. And uh, already prepping him to be an optometrist, are you? Uh, I hope so. Well, whatever he wants to do. I mean, of course, he, he'll have an uh, opportunity to, to help out, of course, but we'll, we'll see what he wants to do. Yeah. yeah. If anything, I'll teach him how to play golf or get someone to teach him how to play golf. Yeah. that. Yeah. And then that's that, that's your <laughs> retirement plan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Start him young. Start him young. <laughs> Two. Two years old. There you go. <laughs> so uh, you have um, you have an office in Stockton. You have yeah. the office in Manteca as well. And where, yep. where's the one in Manteca located? Um, well, our Manteca office is uh, Manteca Optometry, and we're located on uh, on Maple Avenue, right directly right across the street from the uh, Manteca Post Office. So we're smack in the heart of uh, downtown uh, Manteca. Okay. And uh, what what specialties do you have at, at either one of your um, uh, offices or both of them? Well, the Manteca one, um, we actually uh, really focus on um, total total family eye care. Um, in particular, one specific area that we focus on over there is uh, called division therapy. And um, that's what my wife and I do there. We help out a lot of uh, children and also uh, adults who are having issues with their, with their eyes, with their focusing issues, eye teaming skills, eye movement skills that affects daily life. Um, you know, we actually help out patients who have, you know, any type of, uh, brain trauma, um, stroke victims and everything too. So it, it's, it's really, really a service that, you know, isn't really offered in this area. And the reason why, um, a lot of offices don't offer vision therapy is because one, it is a specialty. And secondly, too, it's very time consuming to where, you know, you're dealing with physical therapy pretty much for the eyes and, and those of us have actually went through vision, uh, physical therapy before. It, it's a grueling process sometimes, real time consuming. So wow, but it's very beneficial though when you see their end result. Yeah, I, I would have never, I would have never equated physical therapy and eyes. To yeah, together you'll be surprised. You know, we've we've had a couple of kids actually that comes in. I had a, we had a little guy, um, you know, plays little league. And matter of fact, his coach, his coach was his dad. And, uh, you know, he would have had some really poor um, uh, performance in school, but it kind of correlated to his uh, um, uh, performance on the uh, baseball field, too. Well, when he would actually uh, be up to bat, he would actually see two baseballs. Mm. And so the dad was kind of like flabbergasted when he heard that. He says, well, how many baseballs do you see, son? He goes, I see two. And then, then the, um, you know, the dad goes, well, how do you know which one to hit? And then the son goes, oh, that's easy. That's the one that I can't see through. And so, you know, what happens is that one, his dominant eye is focusing on the ball and his, uh, you know, his eye that's actually turning out a little bit is seeing another ball, but the brain tries to compensate and tries to suppress the image that's coming out of his left eye. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was really interesting to deal, deal with, uh, uh, his case, but we actually helped him out and he only sees one baseball now. He's wow. doing a lot better in school and a lot better in sports. And, um, yeah, when we had... We had an integral uh, part in, in that, too. So that makes me feel good. And we helped out, especially my wife, helped out a lot of kids with this issue, um, not with just with sports, but with reading, comprehension, and math and everything, too. So that's what's really neat about our office in Manteca. Wow. So 
Who should see an optometrist? Just just people that wear glasses, because that's that's what I always thought. No, not necessarily. Anybody that got eyes, pretty much. Um, you know, twenty uh, twenty vision is one thing, but you know, you really want to make sure that the internal health of the eyes are are okay. Um, you know, we've have a lot of patients that come in to our office, and we will do a, a digital retinal scan on our, on our patients, and you know, they find out that they're diabetic because they have you know internal uh, retinal bleeding. And due to the diabetes or, you know, we've had a couple guys that will come in, especially who are outdoors all the time, like my construction workers, um, they would actually, um, one guy that we have found, you know, had, um, you know, cancer in the eye and he didn't know he had any issues at all. Um, last year, matter. So he seems relatively healthy. Yeah, twenty twenty vision. This guy. Something. Yeah. Something prompts him to come see you. Mm, he had no problems actually. His wife. He listened to his wife also, <laughs> and uh, you know, got his eyes checked, and 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 uh, he was he was pretty upset that he had to get an eye exam because he says I see perfectly fine. I don't know why I'm here, but you know, all in all, we did the retinal scan on him, and sure enough, we we found uh, the cancer in his eye. Um, Another case too, we had a little guy, uh, two months old, two months old, uh, two month old baby boy, Friday the 13th last year actually, they took some pictures and um, little guy's name is Miles, real cute kid um, and you know the parents took some pictures and noticed that one of the, um, uh, his eyes uh, was white inside and they had a reflection of that and the parents were kind of concerned about it and they came to our office in, in Manteca initially, but both my wife and I were in Stockton and uh, came down to the office, saw him, and it was a retinoblastoma. Mm. And it's a, a, it's, a, it's a real aggressive eye cancer um, that, you know, could be fatal if it goes undetected. So it goes anywhere. You know, everybody should get their eyes seen. The first exam for children is six months of age. Um, and that's when we start seeing the, um, you know, the children. And of course, if people don't have any insurance, the initial, um, exam for, for the infants is, it's free. You know, we actually, um, provide that service, you know, uh, free of charge for any families who have children for that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's a great service. So yeah, that's, that's, um, uh, to use the term, but it, it, that has certainly opened my eyes because Mm -hmm. I would have, you know, I have good vision. I don't know what. I don't know what my vision is, but I see fine. I, um, I've had, I have no problem reading. I have no problem seeing in everyday, you know, work and life situations. But um, I would have never thought that it would be yeah. important for me to see an optometrist. Well, what's really neat too, like today is what um, the NBA finals coming up, and um, kind of like a a, a connection is to like Derek Fisher, the point guard on the Lakers. Um, you know, his daughter has retinoblastoma, and um, they actually did a, a little set for. Um, uh, you know, about retinoblastoma, and, 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 and it's scary, you know, to tell a parent that their baby has cancer, Yeah. you know, and that was probably the hardest thing that, you know, my wife or I, you know, ever had to do, but, you know, to 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 bring light to things, it's it's really neat to see, you know, Miles, uh, you know, uh, flourish, and he, he's doing really good, he's such a happy kid, too, and, and it's really neat, and his, his parents are, are, are fantastic as well, so... Wow. But yeah, early detection's key. That's what that's what my biggest thing is all about with who should get their eyes examined. And, you know, it's better to know than not know and then find out when it's too late. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Wow, that's that's sends a shiver down my spine to hear some of that stuff. But it's good <laughs> good good info. So uh also you, you you let slip in there a little bit of a behind the scenes podcast talk and as we are recording this, it is the um just moments before Game Seven of the NBA Finals, Los Angeles Lakers versus 
the Boston Celtics. Yep. And um, so this episode will come out, and the the winner of the series will already be known. But as you and I sit here, Darren, we don't know who's going to win. Uh-uh, no. Who are you pulling for? Oh, man, that's a tough one. You know, I'm a Kings fan, so, you know, rooting for the Lakers is, ooh, it's, it's tough, tough for me. But especially with, especially with uh, yeah, some of the history there. <laughs> but, you know, with, with, with Derek Fisher and, you know, what he's been doing for, um, you know, spreading the word about retinoblastoma and how important it is to, you know, get their get your children's eyes examined, you know, I'm rooting for the Lakers because of that. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. So, uh, yeah, at, at some point in the next couple of hours, um, we'll know. And uh, I'll I'll have it I'll have it here first. <laughs> I was hoping for a Celtics win, but uh, I can't imagine <laughs> that the Lakers are going to lose at home. I don't think so. On too. Game seven. Yeah, Phil I Jackson don't know. hasn't actually had to play very many um, or um, go to any game seven. Or it's been a great series. Many. I yeah, mean, I I, I was at the edge of my seat except for the last game. The last game was a blowout. So yeah, yeah. So um, you you brought along uh. A few other things with you that uh, yeah, uh-huh. certainly caught my eye. Okay. Um, the, the first one you the, you brought that uh, I should hang somewhere. It just looks <laughs> so cool. It's the the cash for clunkers, a hundred dollar bill with you uh, with you on it. So what what can you tell me about your uh, cash for clunkers program? Well, you know, we developed this when the whole Obama administration had the whole cash for clunkers program with cars, and I said, well, shoot, why can't we do that with glasses? Um, so we actually met up with uh, um, the Lions Club here in town, uh, Blair Blair Hake. Um, you know, many of you may know him or not. But in any case, the Stockton uh, Lions Club, I, I said, okay, well, why don't you go bring the um, the boxes for, you know, donating the glasses to the Lions Club uh, Insight Program where they go to mission trips and, and get people set up with eyeglasses. But um, what we do is basically give people um, uh, $100 credit towards a new pair of glasses when they bring their usable old glasses and donate to the Lions Club. It was pretty simple like that. So um, good cause and gets people into new eyeglasses and, and helps people out. So you know, as we've talked about, this is, a, this is ideal for somebody that has a pair of glasses that um, you know, they, they want to get a new pair, but maybe they don't have insurance. Right. And you know, that 100 bucks could help them oh, yeah. you know, along the way to get their new glasses. They just have Definitely. to bring them to you. If they're usable, they can donate yep. them. Hundred bucks off, and make sure they're usable. So, I mean, you know, we don't want to have glasses that look like pretzels or anything like that. So, they they have to be, you know, be able to be used for their Lions Club um, program. Yeah, nothing that's uh, nothing that's crushed. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) or chewed. (laughs) Right there, you go. Um, (laughs) Also, you have a a 2020 fundraiser on here. um, You brought me that um, local organizations can use to um, to help raise funds for their for their charities or their um, uh, nonprofits, right? Yep. Yeah, exactly. So the 2020 fundraising program is something that, you know, we really uh, are proud of where, you know, I'm really big on helping out the community um, and being involved in the community as much as we can. So, you know, growing up in Stockton, too, it, 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 you know, um, involvement is key. So what we basically did is that with all the organizations, um, nonprofits, um, you know, Boy Scout groups, little leagues, football, you know, it doesn't matter what type of organization you're in. If you're an organization, it's valid. And basically what we do is that we give um, uh, 20% off off the second pair of eyeglasses. And what, you know, my office will do, both offices in Stockton and Manteca will match that 20% savings and donate it to the, um, to the fundraising, you know, uh, project of, of, the, of the group, of the organization. And um, what we do is that at the end of the month, we would tally up the uh, proceeds and we would cut the organization a check. And, you know, pretty simple, pretty much. That's very cool. Yeah. 
And then the last one I want to talk about is the uh, 2020 Advantage Eye Care Program. Yeah. What can you tell me about that one? Um, that one are for the, um, you know, the mom and pop shops um, in, in the area because, you know, my wife and I, wear a mom and pop shop too. You know, we're the small little guys. And so we always try to, you know, compete with the big boys and, um, you know, offer our employees um, benefits. And so what the 2020 Eye Care Advantage Program is basically is a no-cost um, in a vision benefit savings plan for all the employees in a corporation and along with their family members. So there's a, a card, a membership card that are that is given to each employee and they will get 20% off of the products and services at our office at no monthly premium fee for the employee or the employer. Well, no fee for the employee or the employer. That's uh yeah. That, that that makes it uh, very appealing. Yeah, they just have to whip up that card, and that's all. And they automatically get that 20% savings. And on on top, on plus side is that the employer looks like the good guy or gal and say, hey, you know what? My employer takes care of me and 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 gives me this um, this benefit just by signing up. And by the way, the, the 2020 Advantage program is not just for our office. Uh, we belong to a, um, a, a big group called Vision Source, which is the largest uh, group of independent optometry offices throughout the uh, U.S. and there's over about there's over 2,500 offices spread throughout the U.S. So if someone moves to say like Florida or New York or New Hampshire or anywhere, there's an 800 number you can call and they would actually point you in the right direction to what office um, you can go to to get that same program benefit. So we're not the only one there. So it's not just for our office. Mm, very cool. Yeah. So you touched on a little bit on your um, um, community involvement and that uh-huh. uh, you. Sounds like you think uh, or you felt that's pretty important in your business. Oh, definitely. What, what other stuff are you involved with? Um, well, right now, um, you know, I'm actually involved with the um, the uh, eye care clinic over at the St. Mary's uh, Interfaith Community Center downtown, and uh, I've been there for about about two years, two years now, a little bit, going over two years a little bit, and um, we basically uh, provide for their clients down there who are typically, you know, um, you know down and out and whatnot. We give them um, free eye exams and, you know, free eye glasses that have been donated from other organizations too. And so um, we've been we've been helping people out and referring people over to, to Zydari as well if they need any type of um, uh, retinal care or cataract surgeries or anything too. They've been doing that pro bono for us too. So that's oh, been wow. very, very good to network with other, um, you know, uh, eye, eye care businesses in the area too. So, so optometrists, uh, sounds like are, you guys are, sounds like you all probably know each other. Oh and yeah, worked with them. I mean, you're competitors, but sounds like there's a, a tight network of folks. There, there's talking. a tight network, and you know, for me, I've been always involved in on a professional level too. Um, on, on for our profession, you know, I was a past president of our Soundkeen Society, and you know, with my wife and I, we've been really uh, active, active in the profession for sure. Yeah, and speaking of, of your wife, uh, your wife recently won California's Young Optometrist of the Year for yeah. 2009. Yep, and I was 2008, so back okay. to back. You you won 2008? Yeah. And she won 2009? Yeah. This, a, is, this is a statewide award? Yeah, oh, yeah. How awesome is that? No, that's, that, that's... Two years the, in a row and they were stocked an optometrist. Yeah, and their husband and wife team. I think there's the first husband and wife team, if I'm correct. So that was really, that was an honor. That was awesome because... Wow. Um, you know, a lot of our um, patients who come in too is like, "What? You're the youngest optometrist of the year?" And I was like, "I'm not the youngest, but uh, 
But the guideline basically is is that you know any optometrist who's been practicing for less than ten years in the profession that's actually made a, a, a integral you know contribution not only to their profession but also to the community as well. And um, you know our colleagues throughout California would actually uh, vote on that and you know award the you know award the recipients. So yeah, my wife got it in 2009 and I got it last year. So that was, that was really really neat. Wow. Well, congr- d- double congratulations. Hey, to thanks. You. That is awesome. That is awesome. All right, so um, now for the, uh, the final four questions that everybody gets for coming on the podcast, Stockton. Darren, first, how long have you been in Stockton? Um, all my life, pretty much. Um, you know, I was born and raised here in town. Um, you know, grew up right off of uh, um, 8 Mile and Davis Road. As a matter of fact, you know, we, we live in that same area, too. We're not too far away from where I grew up. You know, went to school at Oakwood Elementary and... Delta Sierra Middle and then Tokay High in '93 and there you go. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Same part of at least side of Stockton as me because I was Lodi <laughs> Unified Tokay as well. So <laughs> go Tigers. Yes. Um. So what do you like about Stockton? Stockton, you know what? That what I like most about Stockton is the potential, and you know, and for the whole thing about you know Stockton, you know, being the worst, most miserable city, and you know what? I think that's that's not, you know, entirely true. And I, I've, there's so many things that Stockton can offer that no one else can. Um, you know, for example, you go out on the Delta and, and go wakeboarding and tubing and fishing and everything and real close to Yosemite. And, you know, there's, there's so many outlets, you know, you can have. And, you know, now with the whole Miracle Mile being renovated and downtown being renovated and the arena and the ballpark, and you know, it's all about growth. It's taking one step at a time, and and there's just so much things to do. And and I try to support, you know, all the local guys in the area as much as much as I can. And you know, I love I love Stockton. I mean, that's why I'm here. I'm back. You know, and uh, you know, being involved in the leadership Stockton program uh, two years ago, um, that was fantastic. I mean, I have never. Um, I never realized how much Stockton has to offer um, until going through that program um, with it through the chamber, chamber of commerce, and that, that was that was a great experience. Oh yeah, I, I actually forgot that you were a alumni of Leadership Stockton. Yeah, yeah, that was that was really cool. neat. I met met some great friends, and um, you know, I'm really really happy that I did that program. And I would highly recommend anybody else to do it too. So, who did you go through with? Who was in uh, Who's in your group? Do you remember? Um, yeah, there's there's a bunch. Um, Exodi Rowe, uh, okay. Congressman yeah. McInerney's office. Uh, Shannon Ding. Um, you know, you got uh, Aaron Roush at UOP. Mm-hmm. Um, you got uh, Paul Willette with the fire department, and Monique Requeno. Uh, she was City Hall, and um, you got a Stacy Henderson. You know, she's an attorney here in town. Matt. You know, he's another attorney too. There's there's a bunch of bunch of people. Oh, Dan, Dan the man, and TV dad at Health Plan Sam O'Keen, and uh, Greg Williamson from the sheriff's department. Gosh, you am forgetting Loretta Lee, and of course I can't forget my my uh, my my sidekick. Of course, is uh, Kim Miller with the uh, um, you know the women's center. <laughs> oh yeah. So she's she's a crack up. I love her. Very cool. Yeah, and of course there's a couple other people too, but you know. I don't want to take too much time. That's a, that a pretty long list of, uh, of yeah. Stockton uh, noteworthy people. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Darren, what, what's your favorite Stockton memory? Ooh, Stockton memory. How far you want to go back? Far back as you want to go. Fishing at ba- uh, over at Oak Grove Park. Um, oh, nice. You know, over there we had the little fishing derbies, and that would that would probably be um, you know one of my one of my greatest memories there. Going there with the family and you know, having a little picnic out there too, and and it's it's it's. Uh, you know, being a first-time dad too, I can't I can't wait to bring my little guy out there do the same thing. 
Yeah, nice. But um, also, too, of course, hitting the Delta. You know, you can't forget about the Dirty D. So <laughs> a lot of fun out there, too. And, you know, with all our families, you know, everyone's grown and moved away. You know, the, the Delta, you know, going out in the water has brought everyone back and, you know, spend time with each other. And fam- family's really, really important. Yeah, and the Delta is... Pretty yeah. pretty I dirty. Mean, it, it doesn't. Ma- well, yeah, but it's it's also it's it's the greatest playground. Oh my gosh, it's fun. It's a lot you know, of fun, imaginable, and and it's amazing how many people that that forget that the Delta is here and it's so close and it's so vast. You know, so I never big. knew that the Delta. I never never knew the Delta was available. Um, you know, until you know when I got back into town because you know I we we never could afford a boat or get out there and we always did little simple things that like go to the park or whatnot but man once we got our first boat which is you know not the biggest or baddest boat in the water but it's an oldie but goodie it's a 81 uh, Mastercraft Stars and Stripes so it's all renovated and we got that in the water and it was it was awesome you know right from the first right out of the gates we had a great time so I'm hooked cool so what do you do for fun in Stockton when you're not uh, when you're not playing eye doctor? Um, meeting people, you know, I I really have a, a really awesome time meeting new new friends, new faces, and you know those that those of you know people that know me is that you know strangers are friends that I haven't met yet, and so I really enjoy meeting new people, you know, learning about what they do and what makes them tick, and then you know, and always trying to help them out too. You know, there's always something, you know, I always try to find a way, you know, to help other people get to their goal too. So if, if I, if I can do something to help them out, I would do it. Or if I don't, if I don't know any, any, if I can't do it myself, I'd find someone else who could do it for them. So it's all about networking and I don't know, I guess I'm a social butterfly. You probably see me around town at, you know, all the local spots in the area, yeah. um, at the Ave on the mile. Kevin Hernandez, you know, the gang over there, and uh, 856 Jerry Wong, you know, he's a, Jerry's actually a childhood friend of mine, so it's it's great to see that, you know, they're doing great, and of course, you know, my buddy Carlos Carmona, with that new nightclub down there at uh, Taste Ultra Lounge, and great, great place too. And, and I see you on there on uh, Facebook quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what, I try, you know, I really want to try to support, you know, the downtown businesses, um, you know, and that's why I go out, you know, to really honestly meet people to, to, you know, um, because Stockton has so much to offer and they got so many cool people around here. And, um, especially with the, uh, with the shadows too, you know, a lot of the times they had the Hispanic chamber mixtures there and everybody, the Hispanic chamber, by the way, awesome, fun people, <laughs> they, they know to hang out. And so, um, positive energy going through there and, and that's what Stockton's, you know, is, is not really known for, but Quite honestly, if you get out there, you f- you'll find it. Yeah, it is known for if you get out there and you see it, because I, I would agree with you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and speaking of, you know, going back a minute to, to helping other people, um, you helped us with gift certificates to a, our last Stockton tweet-up, you know. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. And yeah, uh, you, help. you had no problem just saying, yeah, here, here's, here's you know, free gift certificates for our shop. And, right, um, right, yeah. We certainly appreciate that. So, I appreciate uh, it. Yeah, glad to help out. Um, so everybody gets four questions, but you know what? I'm going to throw one, one other one to you. Okay. You're a business owner in Stockton. Yeah. What does that mean? I mean, outside of the business of optometry, Mm -hmm. what does it mean to be a business owner in Stockton? What's, what's the climate like now? Well, you know, it's definitely, um, definitely hard. You know, I'm not going to lie to you there, but you know, thankfully, you know, we've been very fortunate to have our, you know, our customer base, our patient base. Um, but you know, things, things are looking up. I mean, it's just about giving a service and providing products that people want and people appreciate and, you know, really doing the best you can to help people out. And, you know, ultimately, 
you know, our client base will, will help us throughout these tough economic times. And, you know, we try to do our best, too, to help them out as well. And so that's, that's basically what we have to do as a, as a business owner to, um, you know, help out the community, you know, get through this time. Yeah, great. All right. Well, Darren, thanks so much for coming in. Um, and for listeners, if you're not familiar with Midtown Optometry, you should be. Just uh, go to midtownoptometry.com. Of course, you can find Darren on Facebook as well. It's facebook.com slash midtownoptometry. Or um, there'll be links in the show notes at podcaststockton.com to all the places you can find um, Darren and Midtown, both on Facebook, Twitter, Yelp, all of the other um, the usual suspects. Um, good, good, good to see, uh, good to see young business owners out there in Stockton embracing social media. So good job. Hey, thanks. And, uh, thanks again for coming on the show. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, just a, a few more things for uh, for this episode. Uh, I think I mentioned it on the show before. In fact, I'm sure I have. But the podcast Stockton iPhone app is getting very close. It is currently in alpha stage. I have it loaded on my phone. Rod, you've seen it, right? I have. It's, it's, it's very uh, impressive. It's out there. And uh, um, it is will soon be ready for a uh, limited private beta. Um, I've got uh, some great folks that are uh, ready to beta test it for us. And um, again, the developer is... Um, Wes Johnson over at MrWest.net. And um, once we do the, the limited private beta, then uh, we may widen it out to a larger audience. So if you are interested in beta testing the iPhone app, it, it, it is free. It will be free. Just need to get some information from you to um, connect you to the, um, the beta test once we're ready to do that. But if you are interested in doing the second wave of beta testing um, in the next few weeks, Send us an email and um, and let us know and uh, and I'll be in contact with you. But uh, good things coming there. Absolutely. And if you've ever wanted to see podcast Stockton live, you might get your chance here at the Taste of San Joaquin Way Out West Barbecue Competition. Uh, Matt and I are in the preliminary talks of actually setting up a live broadcast from the uh, Taste of San Joaquin. We'll be live. We'll be interactive and. Uh, It'll be it'll be a lot of fun. So again, if you would uh, always thought, I wonder how Matt and Rod do what they do, uh, and you haven't sat in this chair like people have before, uh, you may get your chance. So again, we'll keep you posted on exactly uh, how that turns out, and if we in fact are going to be broadcasting live. Yeah, and that'll be a Saturday, July third, downtown uh, on the waterfront. Again, Taste of San Joaquin, um, way out west barbecue competition. More info to follow soon. And uh, lastly, um, the Stockton Conference and Visitors Bureau has busily been keeping up with their OurStockton.com blog site. They've gotten some new blog entries there. They're back on the blogging circuit um, with great great content there. So um, they got a review of uh, Manny's California Fresh, the the Delta Cruise, Lincoln Center Live, lots of great stuff going on over there. So uh, if you're not checking out OurStockton.com, you should make sure that you add that to your daily regimen of great Stockton blogs to check out. Thank you for listening to Podcast Stockton. 
We want to thank Dr. Darren Lee of Midtown Optometry. If you want to find out more about Dr. Lee and his practice, you can visit the website at midtownoptometry.com. And we'd love to hear your feedback and your comments. As always, you can leave a voicemail 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at 209-565-3229 or send your comments to mail at podcaststockton.com. You can also find us on YouTube and Facebook and Foursquare, username Podcast Stockton. Follow me on Twitter, username Podcast Stockton. And me at RJ Gomez. For links to all the things we talked about on today's show, visit the show notes at podcaststockton.com. And until next time, make it great, Stockton.